Dr. Gary and Barb Rosberg, America's Family Coaches. And Barb, today we're going to talk about some desperate housewives, and then we're going to talk about some real housewives. In other words, we're going to talk about the disconnect between some uh, something that might be kind of fantasy and something that's reality. Television reality. Well, here's the problem, is that whether it's television or the internet or media or uh, just how how much we see different parts of the country, the world. And you know what? Sometimes we look at others and we look at ourselves and we see this disconnect and we end up comparing. And uh, you know what? Sometimes our kind of our conclusion of that kind of leaves us feeling a little bit empty-handed. Well, it does. And I remember it was this uh, past season that uh, I was with a friend and we were at the pool and a woman came up to us, a darling, darling gal. And, I mean, just to look at her, you know that she's got lots and lots of everything. And she was going on and on about her lifestyle, her two different homes, a a yacht that they cruise in the ocean. And she was going on and on. And my friend and I were going, we're just lucky we got the day off to go swimming. And so we (laughs) stood there. And she was such a lovely gal. And she was so grateful for everything she had. It's just that she had so much, so much, so much that it's almost like we almost got swung by her first first stole <laughs> by the swimming pool, you know. And she was so she was so great and delightful. I'm not belittling her on that, but it was just the comparison that my friend and I had. You know, Barbie, you've got that one. You know what I go back to? I go back to our first author um, dinner. Do you remember this? We were at a book convention. Yes, and, I um, do remember. And you know where I'm going. I and do. we're sitting at a table. With multiple authors. Yeah, I mean. The it, big time. Well, it was Smalley's. It was uh, Kay Arthur. It was Tim and Beverly LaHaye. And uh, I think Kevin Lehman might have been at that table. It and, was it was full. <laughs> yeah. And, and we, you know, we had just finished our first book. So it, it was our first big dinner at a big convention. And, and so the publisher gets up and says, hey, we're going to play a little game, you know, before we have the evening activities. We just want you to go around the table and everyone um, just uh, give the number of books that you have written. And then we're going to figure out who, which table has the most books published. And so, you know, Kay Arthur, you know, has, you know, 395. And Tim LaHaye started writing books, I think, before Noah's Ark. And, you know, Gary Smalley <laughs> had you know, all these books and Lehman. And, and then they come to us and they go, and how many have you guys written? And we said, well, this is our first book. And they go, what? And they go, yeah. And I remember sitting there um, and it was like, golly, it shouldn't feel this bad when it's really wanting to feel good. And they all felt terrible. Well, they didn't because one of the people at the table that I will I will not say yeah, who the I name know where is, you're going. but he didn't even understand that we were authors. He thought we owned a bookstore. He thought we owned a bookstore. So this person <laughs> handed me the plant in the middle of the table so that I could take it home to our bookstore. Yeah. And I walked out of there and I thought, he is trying to be so kind. But a com- again, comparison. None, none of the names we mentioned, by the way. That was a completely different deal. Oh, my goodness. But it's, it's, it's comparison, Barb. It's just sometimes, whether it's the gal at the pool hey, or it is. It's the just, other guy that wrote another book. So what are you going to do about it? You well, know? Yeah, Your reality. Yes. Part of it is we got to get over ourselves. But, you know, this is interesting. We, we came across this, this comparison, and this is pretty clever. Desperate housewives want an egg white omelet, fresh fruit, and dry toast for breakfast. Whereas a real housewife wants a Snickers and a Diet Coke for breakfast. So that leads us to the question, don't a positive and a negative cancel each other out? I think the Diet Coke and the Snickers would cancel each other out. So let me give you a little background on this, what Gary just read. There is a woman by the name of uh, Cindy Sigler Dagnum. She's scrolling through the television and she watches Desperate Housewives. 
well, I'm sure she's looking at these gorgeous women dressed in beautiful clothes, on and on and on. And so she's sitting there going, you know, the desperate housewives is not my reality. So what she decided to do was to make a contrast of what the real housewives want versus what desperate housewives want. Here's another one, Gary, that I think is really good. Desperate housewives want a live-in maid. Mm. So do I, by the way. Anyway, here's a real housewives want. A monthly maid service, discreet enough not to tell you that they saw you throw everything in the dryer <laughs> prior to their arrival so they wouldn't think your house was a wreck. <laughs> now, women can get that because they, a lot of women clean up their house and clean their house before somebody comes to clean their house. Now, who would do that? Hmm. Any woman that's got a good conscience. Now, here's a cute one just for women. Are you ready? Desperate housewives want trendy clothing. What do real housewives want? Someone to help her locate the body she had that actually fit into trendy clothing. (laughs) While they're at it, could someone tell her who is running around with her neck? Oh, my gosh. This is way too close to home. (laughs) Let's do one more. Can we, Gary? Okay, how about this one? A desperate housewife wants weekly manicures, whereas a real housewife wants the hope that perhaps by biting her nails while the residue of polish remover remains might also whiten her teeth. Okay, we're doing one more. Now, what is that woman thinking? All right, give one more. One more. Desperate housewives want a shallow marriage or an easy divorce. What do real housewives want? Mm. A 50th wedding anniversary with the guy she married. There you go. That wonderful man who is equally at home racing Hot Wheels with his son or having imaginary tea parties with his daughter. The man who can still make her heart race when his car pulls in the drive. Come to think of it, that's quite a list. And there's nothing desperate about it. Isn't that amazing? That is You know, good, Gary, Bob. when we open up ourselves to comparison, it leaves us with an unguarded heart. And when you believe or you think there's someone better or someone has it better out there than what you already have, you're opening up your heart to danger. Bitterness, resentment, comparison, all these things that we're told to get rid of. Just dump them. Just dump them because it's somebody else's maybe fantasy and they want you to believe their fantasy because reality is this. It's loving one another when you don't have anything. It's loving one another and giggling and making the best out of every situation. It's a matter of encouraging one another and building up one another's perspective and deciding you're going to make good out of the future no matter what. You know, Barb, uh, everyone looks good at a distance. You know, we just finished a, uh, a tour. I spoke 25 sessions in Southeast Asia, in Singapore and Malaysia. And uh, at one of the events, uh, I talked about this very issue of comparison that, you know what, every one of us look good at a distance. But when you get close up, you realize that every one of us carries stuff. And so when a marriage, you know, when, when a, a couple is going out with another couple and, and uh, you know, the woman is seeing the other man and they're out on a double date or something and the other man is, you know, is being effusive or is being real, you know, tender or caring towards his wife. Um, in some ways, you look at that and you look at your husband and if he's not doing some of those things, you begin to compare. Um, and, and that's a natural thing to do. I think we all do that. But the problem with it is you don't live with that other wife or that other husband. You don't see it up close when the doors are closed and the shades are drawn and what is the reality in that home. And sometimes it's great modeling and we need to kind of cross train and coach each other and learn from each other and that's all awesome. But if you let the flip side of that occur and that comparison creates envy or insecurity or jealousy or control or demandingness um, in that comparison, 
uh, it really begins to undermine and becomes jaundiced, it can really hurt a family. Uh, and, and, you know, what? there are sitcoms about this, there are stories about this, there are movies about this, but, you know, sometimes at the end of those evenings, you know, a woman turns to her husband and goes, why can't you be more like him? And uh, you know what? Maybe God didn't design you to be more like him. Maybe God gave you a different giftedness set. Now, what does it all come down to? If you want that 50th wedding anniversary, it means you be other-centered. You know, if you want to be a real housewife and a real husband, it means that you look at fantasy, you call it fantasy, and you may disengage and watch a program or engage in an evening or whatever and, and enjoy that. And that's awesome. We all try to disconnect at times. But you know what? Connect to the reality of who Christ is in your life, what a biblical marriage looks like, what commitment looks like. Guys, get on the floor and play with the Hot Wheels. You know, play with the tea set and, uh, and you know, do those things with your daughters and your sons and engage them. Look your wife in the face and just say, I'm crazy about you. And whether I married you a year ago or 50 years ago, if I had the opportunity, I would do it all over again. Do we need to be desperate? No. We need some reality. And you know what the reality is? Is marriage is a good thing. Your family is worth the keeping. And those relationships need to be coached up and life needs to be spoken into. We're Dr. Gary and Barb Rosberg. We are America's Family Coaches. And today we've been talking about that comparison trap. And so take a look. Guys do a gut check. Gals do a heart check. And where are you at risk to falling into that comparison issue? Check us out at AmericasFamilyCoaches.com. We're Dr. Gary and Barb Rosberg.